Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. And today I want to talk about when you're in need of inspiration. Inspiration comes in many different ways and many different forms. It can be your parents, your friends, family members. It can come from anywhere. The internet. I mean, there's a endless pos- uh, endless possibilities when it comes to what inspires you, what matters the most to you. And... For me, I've been feeling like, I feel like I've been getting inspired so much by uh, things that I watch, things that I see, things that happen to me in my life, people in my life. And I just kind of felt like you always need that moment of like, hey, there, there is possibility and it should lead you and guide you to where your heart wants to go, where your mind tells you to go. And so... My my biggest inspirations are kind of just, I mean, they're from all over the place. It, it, it comes from like my childhood, watching my parents. It comes from my teachers. It comes from my friends. It comes from the TV shows I used to watch because they always dealt with morality. They always dealt with like, this is the good guy and their way is always right, you know? Now I feel like the, the anti-hero vibe is really where it's going, you know, where it's kind of like in this gray area of like, you know that they're bad, but you kind of like that they're bad and you understand them a lot more. You feel for them. I think there's a lot more sympathy for the for, for people who do wrong, uh, as long as you can always understand them, right? You can't fully hate somebody that you understand. It's kind of like... Um, you know, people who, who hate, uh, I'll, I'll say like, um, I mean, it, it really boils down to like, so this person killed my mom. So then I killed him. Right. It's like you're committing murder, but it's like, I understand why you're doing it. And it was a, a crime of passion maybe, or it was to get revenge and you can always sympathize and understand and accept that you're going to do something bad but it's for the right reason this person doesn't deserve and in their opinion doesn't deserve to keep on walking amongst the the living so those are the kinds of, of things not that that's an inspiration but i'm just saying that like sometimes we we feel like um People who give us inspirations are are 100% perfect and 100% good. And that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes people who inspire us are deeply flawed and have failed multiple, multiple times. But that's how you know it's inspiring to be where they are in spite of their failures. You know, they could fail multiple times and get back up and keep on going. And that's, that's what inspiration is. And that's kind of what I want, I think, 2023 needs it's like we need to be inspired to do good we need to be inspired to do what's right you know because it's right not because you know sometimes we do we do things because we're selfish right we want to protect ourselves we want to stay within what matters to us you know and that doesn't necessarily mean it's all that good right doing what's right is not the same as doing um you know doing what's right isn't necessarily doing what's fair most of the time, right? I think it would be fair if I got paid more money. Well, you're not doing enough work, so it's not fair, right? You have to do the right thing is to pay people who work more because they they earned it. You know what I mean? It's just simple like that. And it's not about, um, and I guess that's fair as well. I don't know why I made that comparison. I think I, I was trying to say something else. It was more along the lines of like, whatever you think should be fair 
but isn't necessarily might be what's right. Like you, like the guy who killed the person's mom, right? I don't think it's right that he should, you know, get shot and killed. But to be fair, you know, to be fair, he killed somebody, you know, it would be fair for him to die in vengeance, I guess, from the person who killed him. I don't know what I'm trying to say. All that I'm trying to say is inspiration comes from all over the place. And for me, a lot of my inspiration, a lot of the things that build me up is kind of from what I've seen in entertainment, kind of like what matters to me. And that mostly comes from my creativity in my mind, being able to come up with so many endless stories or like variations of other stories. You know, sometimes I watch, um, like I was, when I was a kid, I used to love watching uh, Blue's Clues. And now like I have a, so many ideas for like, storylines and like blues clues i'm like what if we did blues clues but like in noir you know what i'm saying like we do like a a real detective show or something you know a little little a little uh less kid friendly but you know still within that range kind of a feel but nickelodeon will never go for it and it's just for fun you know those are the kinds of things that i think about and the creativity i mean there's so many creative people but it feels like they they're limited or they get pushed pushback from people in you know uh kind of like who they work for you know unless the creatives are obviously the boss but i'm just saying like the one of the most creative movies i saw i think it was last year or the year before it was um everything everywhere all at once and i gotta tell you when i first when i watched that movie in theater i mean it was like somebody just like went crazy on the script somebody was just like let's just do it big and bold and do a wacky and crazy and not care what anybody thinks it's all about us it's about servicing the story it's about making it heartfelt but also making it funny and wacky it's about um all of these crazy elements piled into one but you feel at its core it's about a mother and and daughter relationship you know uh uh uh, a wife and a husband relationship you know how do they intermingle how do they intertwine and what matters in this whole story you know what are they trying to tell us and it gave me so much creativity like there were so many scenes in that movie that I thought about but like I would be like nobody would ever take that seriously nobody would ever ever care like when they're there with the rocks and the googly eyes or you know they're just rocks and they're having a conversation between each other i don't know why i thought they had googly eyes on them because you know obviously she she puts the googly eye on her forehead but that scene alone with them talking as rocks i loved that scene and i thought that was so crazy and unique and funny and i was like i literally thought of that i i've thought about moments of like just a crazy transition or like somebody transforms into something else or there's like a no dialogue dialogue between two people i always i always thought that was such a a cool move that they did in that movie and it's what is so fun about it and that inspired me that inspired me to be like no you can do these crazy things and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks as long as it fits into the story overall because there might be weird moments or crazy scenes in like TV shows or movies that don't really fit. It's like, why does this happen? This doesn't make any sense. And because of that, right, um, 
we we're sometimes left with like a, a bad a bitter you know like a bad taste in our mouth from watching it we're like that wasn't satisfying that didn't that didn't really make sense for this person's character or for the story it just didn't fit and that I completely agree with. You you can't just go wacky for wacky sake. You can't just do do something big and crazy just to do something big and crazy. It has to fit within the narrative. It has to fit within the story. And you see that a lot with, uh, you know, kind of like uh, like big blockbuster movies. And uh, I mean, they're like popcorn movies, but they're not good popcorn movies. If that makes sense, they're just like you sit there and you can't. If you don't think about it, it's fun. But if you think about it and you really understand what they're doing there and like you really nitpick every single point about it, it's like, yeah, that was a, what were they thinking? That was crazy. That, that didn't make any sense at all. And those, those don't, well, I mean, on one hand, they inspire me because it was like, if this movie got made, if I'm really, really good, then I can, you know, go a step above that. You know what I'm saying? That way, it, it kind of fits into that. Um, I'm I'm inspired to make a movie better than that, or I'm inspired to do something as good. Is what I'm trying to say. You know, if if nothing else, I could I could recreate that and get a big budget behind it and make this big movie thing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, inspiration from from watching other creative people, seeing people do things that kind of are are so different and unique and smart and that's a that's a true testament to their mind it's a true testament to being able to not only come think of the idea because i think of a lot of ideas I, I have a crazy imagination but it's always about executing it how do you get it done how do you how do you get it fulfilled and sometimes that's that's the struggle you know i i have the idea but i don't have the means to to get it done or to execute it completely so then you have to downgrade then it has to go below that then it's not actually what you want and it's like this lower cheap version of it which is not inspiring but at least you got something done and that's that's what matters right is getting a little bit in the direction that you want you know and then you can always refine it change it and uh, embrace it and do better next time you know that's what that's what is inspiring about it is that creativity and uh, actually committing to it and and trying it is what it's all about and inspiration just comes from sometimes it's not always high it's not always fast paced creativity isn't a i mean uh, inspiration isn't always you know quick you don't get inspired super super just like that sometimes sometimes it's it's a slow burn sometimes you got to slow down and when you slow down you're able to really appreciate the things in your life. You're able to, uh, I mean, when you're fast paced, when you're doing stuff at a fast pace, sometimes you're not inspired by anything. Sometimes you're just like work, 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 work. You know, it's, it's constantly on your mind. It's constantly like, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this and that. And then once I do that, I have to do this. And then, you know, when we slow down, when we take a little break for ourselves, when we take that R&R that we so desperately need, we're able to be inspired by not just the things that we have done, but by what other people are doing. Sometimes people have like a little time for themselves and they go on their phones or whatnot and they look at somebody else and what they're doing and they're like, that's so inspiring. I want to do good today or I want to do something like that. You know, sometimes you, you'll see somebody... Um, 
like I don't I don't really remember. I think I was watching a like a I, it people do like food reviews and then all of a sudden the business goes boom and the food the food is uh the food the owner of the food uh business is just like the restaurant or whatever it goes huge right it blows up crazy and that's inspiring to me is like yo that's that's what it's all about is being able to give back and being able to uh project and give people the the ability to to work you know because there are people out there who want to work who are like ready and willing and are fully uh embracing like i want to work i want to cook this cook this meal or whatnot and right now it's just like i'm not getting any business i'm not it's slow it's it's nothing you know and that's when somebody comes along and they do a food review of the of it and then the business just takes off it goes crazy you know and that's that's inspiring and somebody watching that gets inspired and they're like yo i want to do that same thing or i need somebody like that who's going to to do the same for me they there's so many levels to it of what inspires you and what matters to you because uh there's you know when you like imagine fishing right it's a slow it's not super fast paced fishing fishing like anything else takes patience you have to wait you have to wait you have to wait and then once a fish gets on the line then you have to reel it in and once you start reeling it in little by little step by step uh and then once you get it onto the boat then it's like victory you did it there, there, that feeling is what i'm really trying to to see and then you get inspired by it and you're kind of just like i want to i want to catch fish i want to catch that that big uh that big whale or shark or salmon or something, you know, you know what I'm saying? I just want to catch it. And I think, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you got to slow it down, wait, and then inspiration will strike. You know, sometimes you, you got to calm your mind in order to look at everything and, and be able to be like, okay, I'm ready for something to click. I'm ready for my, my mind and my my heart to guide me in in the direction that I want. What really matters? What do I feel? What what do I want for myself? And what inspires me the most? Because inspiration definitely kicks in um, when you when you have time to slow down. Like that's that's why I see when so many people are like, I get the sudden urge at like three a.m. to change my whole life. It's like, yeah, because you're finally calm. You're you're in your own space. You know, you're you're doing your own thing, and you finally settle in on your bed or doing whatever. And you're like, now I get to be inspired. Now I'm inspired to do something. You know, clean my room, do this, do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's cool. And that's those are the moments that we sometimes are like i i want to keep feeling that that sudden urge of like i want to keep going and going and going and be inspired and that inspiration leads to me doing and it also like it's inspiration i mean i have so many different things that i like to do or i would like to do but and it's not that I don't necessarily have the time for it. It's just that I know that in order to do it right, I need to get all of the perfect stuff for it. And that takes time as well. So thinking 
about what matters to you, what what goals you set for yourself, or the things that you actually want to do in your life. I think it all it it works when you look back on your childhood, right? When you look back at the things you love as a kid and then turning it into a hobby. I think hobbies are fantastic for inspiration. You know, if you like animals and you, and when you were a kid, you were like, I want to be a veterinarian, but then you figured out that like, it's actually really difficult, I guess, or maybe you changed paths and went in a different direction. You're like, hold on, let's go back to that. I do love animals and I do want that. Let's uh, let's go back to to that spot, or let me let me uh, let me get a cat or a dog or something. You know what I mean? And then you become all about that, you know. Or maybe you have a a hobby of pottery. Maybe you were like, yo, I really love to make pottery. I made it in class when I was a kid. I definitely did that. I definitely did pottery when I was in like. I think it was like fifth, fifth grade. I did it. It was it was really fun. It was really cool. They had like this place where you had to put the clay, and you get to decorate it, and it turns all glossy and shiny at the end. And you're just like, wow, that was fun. That was cool. And my art teacher would be like, good job, good job. And she was just being nice because it didn't really look the best, but you know, I tried. I did. I did what I could. And. Just to be inspired by what what it is that clicked with you when you were so young, right? I think that's that's what is so interesting about growing up is that you're like, what you you miss the clicks, right? You miss that that stuff because you're hit with like this sudden sense of reality of like I have to work, I have to get a job, I have to do this, I have to do that, and it's not uh, about. Um, being genuinely interested, it's about how can I turn it into dollar signs? How can I turn it into money? You know, which isn't a bad thing. You need money, you know. But if you if you're only focused on that, it's kind of difficult to to really appreciate and enjoy it. Which is why looking back at what you did like and the things that you would have enjoyed growing up, um, it it changes your mind. It it makes you go like I was actually really inspired by my art teacher or by my English teacher or by my science teacher and I really liked these things, you know. Let me look into those. Let me rediscover that that path I never really walked down because I didn't really pay that much attention to it. I, I used to be so obsessed with origami because I used to read this origami book called uh, like Origami Yoda. And when I would read it, I was like, I, all I wanted to do was like make my own little Yoda. And when I did, I was like, I'm obsessed with origami. And I looked up how to do cranes. I looked up how to do dragons. I looked at multiple different uh, kinds of origamis. And, you know, one after another, I would make and make and make uh, little paper, you know, like little paper rabbits and stuff and make them hop or like a, a origami frog and then make it skip and hop by. And I was like, man, what does, what does it cost to be an, uh, a professional origami person? You know, what does, what does that cost? And then I saw like a origami that had like millions of views. And I was just like, you see, this is, this is, this is perfect. 
this person was able to make a job out of it, but it was just, you know, and that inspired me. I was like, yo, this person just went down this one path and he did successful. He did something cool. And I definitely like that. And origami is really about perfection. And that inspires me. It's like, you have to do fold the perfect crease. You have to fold it this way. You have to fold it that way. And if you don't, sometimes it might look a little wonky. Sometimes, you know what, you can you can play around with it. But that that was inspiring to see people who are able to to do that. I also get inspiration from, I mean, movies are one thing, but like a documentary. Like the other day, right? Actually, last night, I was watching a episode of Chef's Table, but it's like pizza-centered. So it's Chef's Table Pizza on Netflix. I was watching it, and there was this episode. I forget the name of the guy. Um, Hold on, let me see if I can look it up. It was some... It was a Japanese chef, I believe. Um, And the chef was... Making he he fell in love with pizza, or as he liked to say, it's like pizza. He found pizza, but he says like pizza found me. You know, it was kind of like pizza was kind of my my passion. It's something that I found, and it found me as well. It it gave me a lot of um love. It was something that I I genuinely enjoyed. And he was so passionate about it, he made his own restaurant. So when that happened, let me see, hold on. His name is, I hope I don't mess this up, Yoshihiro Imai. So that was him. He's a he's a chef in Kyoto. And what what the the movie uh, the show or that particular episode, that's episode five on Netflix. That particular episode wasn't really, like when I initially was going to watch it, I thought it was going to be like all about the pizza, you know? I thought it was just going to be him showing us how he makes pizza, how he makes like uh, pepperoni and mozzarella and how he does all of that stuff, but it wasn't. It was a lot more about him. And his struggle, I mean, in his discovery of something that he was so passionate about, something that he loved so much. And I was like, pizza? It was like, I I like pizza, but like, I, you know, what, what, what was it for him? And for him, it was like, he became, it wasn't initially, initially, it wasn't pizza that really struck him. It was bread. He was like, I really like bread. Then he went to the chef and to like this restaurant where they made pizzas and he was uh, ordered a, a margarita pizza with mushrooms and they served it to him and he was like, oh my goodness, this is, this pizza is amazing. And he starts talking to the chef or whoever, whoever owns the restaurant. He's like, yo, this is incredible. And I was addicted to making bread or like the process of it, you know, tell me like, talk to me and stuff and they had a little conversation he was like why don't you work here and he was like okay sure so he quit his job working uh so his family 
I mean, I don't want to spoil it. You guys should go watch it, but his family wasn't too proud, you know? And over years and years and years, he just kept on working. He he eventually opened his own restaurant, and he becomes this big success, big enough to be on Netflix, you know? Big enough for people to, to fill his restaurant every single night. And now he's a big success, and his parents are proud of him and I watched that and I was like and I was so inspired I was like this guy was capable of turning something that seemed such like it's just dinner but he made it a lifestyle and made it his his life and I thought that was so precious I thought that was so cool and if you guys want to go watch it, I definitely recommend it. That's episode five, Chef's Table Pizza. That I mean, what 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 mattered most to me wasn't the pizza. The pizza was just like there, and obviously he practiced numerous times. He never lets you forget that he he was passionate about it to the point where he was constantly looking in the oven to perfect his pizza, to perfect the craft of making it. But it was more about like seeing him work so hard for something that he loved and was genuinely passionate about made all the difference to me. It was like he loved it and he didn't stop. He kept working at it, you know, and that mattered so much. It's kind of the same way I feel about sports. You know, when I would look at a football game, I'm like, obviously there's a professional football players, but it's like. Or, or basketball players or whoever. But like, you know how hard they had to to work to just get into that position. Just to make it to college. And then from college to make it to the, to the pros. And then once you're in the pros, it's like, there's no, there's no higher cap. There's nothing higher than that, you know? Like... There, there could be multiple tiers, like S class, or you know, you're at a S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier. So C tier would kind of be like high school. B tier would be college, and then in between the S and A is pro. But the S are kind of for like um, special athletes or like the ones that are really. Uh, I don't, I don't know how franchisable or the ones that they they make like the face of their of their team, right? And those are a select few. I don't necessarily remember all basketball players' names or all football players' names, but when it comes to like Tom Brady or LeBron James, right? You obviously know them because they're S tier athletes. They're they're at a high caliber of the sport, you know, and that's kind of where where that fits in there. But when you're in the pros, yo, you did it. You 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 earned that spot. You worked hard for it, and nobody can take that away from from them. And that's so crazy to me. And sometimes when I like watch it, I'm like, this is this is nuts. What's the how? Obviously, it's challenging. But like, what is the the hop? You know, how far is the jump, right? From college to pro, 
how big of a leap is it from there to there, you know? Is it a huge leap? If it is, then you obviously have to you obviously have to work hard at it. But what I'm trying to say is like when it comes to sports, when it comes to athletes, they they work their body to the bone so that way they can achieve greatness. That way they can have a a cemented future in uh in first of all playing and then second of all for financially uh financially supporting your family your friends or people that you care about right and it all comes with sacrifices you know you're gonna damage you're gonna get hurt you know no matter what sport you play even basketball players you see them like they step on their ankle wrong their leg snaps or something happens you know and i would think that it would be a pretty safe sport seeing as how it's inside you're wearing shoes it doesn't you know but sometimes you fall on each other, you fall, you dive for the ball. People be doing the most when it comes to, to sports, but it's because they're so passionate about it, because they want to win, because they're, it's what matters to them. And that's what's cool. That's what I like. And that's why with football, it's like every time it's, I want to push through the other team. And the other team is like, you're not getting past us. You're staying right over there or we're going to, or we're going to attack you. We're going to hit you as hard as we can. And that's what's so cool. And that's what inspires me is like, if and it inspires a lot of people too. Uh, it was just kind of um, seeing people on a constant day-to-day basis or week-to-week uh, time and time again collide and get hit and run and catch and jump and do this and do that and make plays. It's so... Uh, the repetition is is a little I heard that like the repetition for football players is so annoying because it's like you can just give me the playbook like the night before and I'll get it done but if you constantly make me do it over and over and over again they get bored and tired of it and so I don't think that part is all too inspiring. But what is inspiring is when they're on the field and they have a mission to do and they do it, you know, either side. If the side blocks it, then it's like, yo, cool, you did a good job. If the other team scores, then it's kind of like, yes, that they they made it through. Let's see what the other team comes with. And that's what I, I like. And it's what inspires me a lot is that you are capable of getting hit and then getting back up again and still completing what you want to get done. Still uh, fighting for what it is. I also think that it's important to inspire yourself. Take a look at all of your accomplishments. Being able to speak out to the world the things that inspires you and how you hope to inspire others. You know, our our words are so powerful, not just for to other people but for us speaking the things that that we want just talking about the things that we want to be putting it out into the world really changes everything in our lives i saw a video of like a it was like a school you i, I don't remember the name of the school I, I don't even remember where this was done but i saw a video of this school right with all these kids and whatnot and they put two plants on opposite sides of the, I guess, the the lobby or wherever the front desk is and whatnot. And they tell the kids, hey, guys, 
uh, this tree is the is the happy good tree. So you're going to go up to the tree every single day or whenever you're in passing and you're going to go talk to the tree. And when you talk to the and when you talk to the plant or whatever, you're going to say all the best things in the world to it. You're going to tell it how great it is, how big it's going to grow. You're going to tell it how much you love it. You're going to be best friends with it. How uh, you're going to smile and laugh and tell jokes and be witty and fun with it. And then the other side is the bad plant. And that plant, you can just roast. You can tell it you hate it, that it's never going to grow. It's going to stay small and weak. And it's never going to become anything fruitful or or full of life. You can do that. That's that's what you can do. And the kids did it. I don't remember exactly how long they did it. But over time, you know, nothing really changed. They... They kept the conditions the same. They used the same soil, the same seeds, the same water, everything that they need to grow. Everything was perfect. But on the good plant, the good plant was fantastic. Everybody went up to it and was talking to it. It was so happy. And people were like, I love you. You're going to grow big and strong. You're going to be a, a mighty, mighty plant. And then on the other side is this dying, brown, wilting plant. And you're just like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Everybody's saying like, I hate you. You're never going to grow. Blah, 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 blah. And that was crazy. Because over the growth period, you could see the difference. And that's why it's so important for us to talk to ourselves positively. It can't be... Once we speak negatively of ourselves... What do you think everybody else is going to say? You know, you're just going to tear yourself down. You can't do that. You have to have this, you know, stupid level of confidence to carry yourself, to keep your head held high, to be able to make mistakes and get back up again. It's not embarrassing. There's no shame in it. It's literally just, hey, I failed. And it is possible to fail and to still keep on going. And that's what matters. And that's what's cool. That's what I think is so inspirational is seeing people who lose but still have a a strength behind them still have the power to continue to be the best version of themselves to still want to improve and for the most part we don't really see all of that we don't always look at it especially in this world even with all of these cameras and all this stuff we hardly if ever get to see people uh, truly, truly grow and succeed and do it themselves, you know? And that's all behind. That's all with no cameras on. And that's that's what's good. So you have to inspire yourself. Now, I want to end this episode of the pod by reading some inspirational quotes. Um... And I'll try my best to to get as many as I can. These are just inspirational quotes I found. Uh, they may not be good. They might be pretty basic. I don't know. But anyways, these are these were a few that... Or, or, well, a couple. I have a couple of them. But most of them are just like one person. So it's going to be pretty quick, I guess. Anyways. The first one I have is... Take action. An inch of movement will bring you closer to your goals than a mile of intention. And that was Steve Maraboli. Um, oh, another one. 
is 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did do. So throw off the bowline, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. And that was Mark Twain. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And that was Henry Ford. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a nice one. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And that was Socrates. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself in any direction you choose. And that was Dr. Seuss. Okay, here, here's another one. First, have a definite, clear, practical ideal, a goal, an objective. Second, have the necessary means to achieve your ends, wisdom, money, materials, and methods. Third, adjust all your means to that end. And that was Aristotle. Oh, here we go. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. Jim Ron. I find that the harder I work, the more luck I seem to have. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Here we go. Don't be distracted by criticism. Remember, the only taste of success some people get is to take a bite out of you. Zig Ziglar. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Oh, I, I really like this one. This one, oh, I, I should save this one. No, 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 let's just do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> ready? 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 Okay, here it is. The question isn't, who is going to let me? It's who is going to stop me. Anne Rand. Winning isn't everything, but wanting to win is. Vince Lombardi. The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Oscar Wilde. Okay. The man who has confidence in himself gains the confidence of others. Hasidic proverb. Try not to become a person of success, 
but rather try to become a person of value. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. Whoever is happy will make others happy, too. And Frank. Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. Mother Teresa. I would rather die of passion than of boredom. Vincent Van Gogh. And that's it for you guys. Um, I hope you find the things that inspire you the most and you stick with it and you let it guide you to what it is that you want to be and to where you want to go because you can do it. It is possible. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you.